Welcome to the Sex, Money, and Real Estate Podcast, the show for real estate couples about how to close more deals in the bedroom. My name is Nancy Jamison. And I'm Bill Jamison. And each week we deep dive into juicy, intentional, sexy conversations, sharing with you what it takes to create balance in your intimate relationships and your real estate business. Thank you so much for being here. Ciao, baby. Ciao, baby. Ciao, baby. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on? I think that's a restaurant, Ciao, baby. It it, it was, or it is, or it was. I know there was a Ciao, baby here in the ATL. It was pretty good. We haven't been there in a while. Mm -mm. But, you know, we like doing new restaurants pretty much each week just to, because there's so many fantastic restaurants. Yeah. Our date nights are rarely boring, that's for sure. (laughs) Especially if you like restaurants. So, Mm -hmm. uh, so hi. And, and. Italian hello. <laughs> hello in Italian. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm Bill Jamison. And I am Nancy Jamison. And this is Sex, Money, and the Real Estate. Uh, it's the podcast and it's, you know, a show that is a way for us to, to share our story and our resources and, uh, you know, I guess talk about the, our experiences and the tools that we use and um, how it applies to to mega real estate couples to increase their emotional and financial peace. Yep, absolutely. So you are tuning in to the, uh, to the right place at the right time. And we really <laughs> appreciate you being here for sure. So thank you so much for spending some time with us. Yes, yes. So before we get started today, we just want to share with you a little inside, um, behind the scenes scoop. Mm-hmm. Um, Nancy and I cover the costs of this podcast. And, you know, through our time and our experience and growth and advertising and you know the equipment yeah you know it's uh you know there's there's a lot that goes into it yeah absolutely and And we we love it and we do love it Mm -hmm. we do love it absolutely so we have received you know a few um requests multiple requests to provide um to, to find a way to help provide financial support to the podcast yes and so you know we've talked about it you know like you know i know nancy uh there's been a little bit of resistance here and there to like put this out there. But at the end of the day, you know, we're being asked for it. So, mm-hmm. you know, for me personally, just kind of opening up to see what the universe, the universe has in store for us. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, uh, so what we're putting out there is that we are receiving, uh, open to receiving donations from you guys. Mm-hmm. Contributions. Contributions. Yep. Um, so yeah. if you like what you hear and you're inspired to bless us with donations to support the show, what we're clear about is that we are multipliers. Yeah, we're manifestors yeah, and yeah. we're multipliers and we will absolutely give and share more with you and just really more and more and more with you. So if uh, if that's something that you're inspired to do, we obviously appreciate it. And it goes without saying that, um, that again, we yeah. will just keep contributing to the show and keep contributing to you. So we set up a Venmo and the handle for the Venmo is at jam coaching j-a-m joy abundance maturity so jam coaching on venmo awesome yeah so we appreciate that Mm -hmm. totally we really do so thanks so much in advance and you know like what nancy alluded to is that any any gifts that we receive will be uh, multiplied um back into the show and what we can contribute to you yeah Awesome. So we, as you know, if you're a a listener to the show or if you are just joining into the show, 
we start off each episode with magic. Yes. And so we define magic as your ability to influence yourself, others, or life, such as your business, in an empowering way. Because you can certainly contribute or influence <laughs> to people in a disempowering way, and that that definitely can show up in some interesting um interesting circumstances, yet we focus on empowering ways. And so, of course, what you focus on expands. Yes. So what magic would you like to share this week today, love? Well, I'm going to talk about your family a little bit. Your family has been magical this weekend. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, we uh, uh, every quarter, every once a quarter, your cousin, Winnie, comes into town to, to, um, to, to be assessed, to get her, to do her game day. And, uh, this, this time she brought a bunch of family with her. Mm -hmm. Um, and I love your family and I love hanging out with them and they're all here right now, or it feels like, you know, well, not all of them, but right. there's a, there's a lot of family here right yeah, now this weekend. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, just all like jam packed and full of fun and laughs and, uh, it's been amazing. So, uh, I just, you know, I appreciate you know, the openness and the transparency of the family and the love that goes around mm -hmm. uh, is just really beautiful. And mm -hmm. uh, I just appreciate being in the space, you know, so that's it for me. I'm complete. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. So mine's definitely all around that as well. And so we went ax throwing Yes. <laughs> as a group and, you know, there's, I don't know, 15 or 20 of us. And, uh, and so we're all there. Uh, throwing axes and and the boys got to go and it was open for the kids to to participate and so there was you know 13 to 75 ages 13 to 75 all throwing axes it yeah. was just it was really cool and it was a lot of fun and a lot of laughs and we got some great pictures and great videos and uh, we'll post one of our little videos because the four of us, you know, me, Bill and Rex and Lucas all were throwing in our lanes at the same time. And so that was a really cool video. So I just I love the fact that we have people doing new things like everybody. That was the first time for axe throwing for everybody, I think, except for Winnie. So mm -hmm. it was just really cool. I just and you know, I just really appreciate the um the openness and the willingness to try new things and then of course come together and mm -hmm. do all of these different things. So, and do you, do you know how, you know, I know that it was a good time and we're a family that gets along really well. Cause there were no injuries. Well, yeah, we, we threw, <laughs> we were throwing the axes at the target and not each other. So gosh, true. Again, no injuries. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. So that was definitely, uh, definitely beautiful. So I, I have a question okay. before we get going. This is totally, at what point does does it become your family? I mean, we've been together. This is our twenty fifth year together. So, at it what is point is it like? Yeah, is I think it not I, your I, family. I don't. I don't. Family? I don't think I say it like that to differentiate. Um, well, I say it like that. I, I believe to differentiate. Like it's your your side of the family. Like it's, you know, what I'm saying like not that they're not my family. I don't feel like a hundred percent involved in part of the family. Yeah, I just feel like, I don't know. Just it just differentiates that. You know, when especially when we're talking to these guys here right now on the mic, that you know, it's it's your your side of the family that's mm -hmm. in town, and not necessarily my side. Yeah. But not that I feel any more or less of a part of the family because they are my family, absolutely, hundred mm -hmm. percent. Yeah. So and, you know, and it's cool too because um, they don't have to be. You know, they're chosen family. I married into it, but yet uh, there's still there's still choice involved, and I choose them, mm -hmm. and I believe they choose me. <laughs> they do, baby. 
(laughs) They choose me or they just think I'm funny. One of the two. So (laughs) true. It could be both. It could be both. Yes. (laughs) But yeah. So uh, definitely part of my chosen family. There's no doubt. Cool. It's interesting. It's an interesting question. Thanks for asking. Totally. So today and, you know, moving on into the episode. So the intention of our podcast episode today is to really talk about strategies that bring clarity to your personal and your business conversations. And uh, we have one of the things that we've been doing as a family lately is listening to comedians. Mm-hmm. And so we'll listen to, you know, different, I mean, there's comedian channels, whether it's Pandora or YouTube or, or whatever. And so we were listening to one of the comedians that that we've really been digging on lately. And his name is Brian Regan. And um, we just wanted to play this for you and this is going to perfectly dovetail right into uh right into the episode okay so here we go in that world man went through a breakup people say what happened what led to the breakup was it a big thing i don't know depends how you look at it we couldn't agree on the definition of this exit and next exit (laughs) so so true i was driving So she said, okay, get off at the next exit. So I pulled off. Why did you get off here? (laughs) I just told you to get off at the next exit. (laughs) I thought we could get off here and buy a dictionary. (laughs) (laughs) Look through it. Look at words and definitions and such. It's fun to find out word meanings. So I dropped her off at the next exit. <laughs> Not right. Am I understanding it correctly? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Woo. So yeah, so this exit or next exit. I mean, that's just wee. It's such a such an opportunity to have those clarifying conversations. So you yeah. know. I mean <sighs> Yeah, there's yes. those those conversations are they're so important and they're so important in your personal life and they're so important with your your business life. And you know, one thing that we don't really have covered in here is, you know, being clear in your conversations with yourself as well. I mm-hmm. guess that's the personal life, mm-hmm. part of the personal life. But, you know, when you're when you're unclear in your thinking with yourself, it can lead to a lot of chaos outside of yourself as well. Mm-hmm. So, um so yeah, so having the conversation, deciding what the meaning is for your family, your friends, your cl- your clients, having clear conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's it look like as a realtor, having to understand and, uh, on how you communicate with others, understanding their communication style uh, so that you're always clear and, um, you know, really speaking to the essence of the person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so how do we do that? I mean, that's really, it's like, what, what does all that mean? Or, or what are the action steps that, that we do to have those clarifying conversations is, you know, the first thing that we recommend and that we have uh, done and that we recommend for you is to study communication styles. You know, there's, there's so many different ways that you can approach communication styles, but things that, that we've utilized are, the DISC profile, mm-hmm. D-I-S-C mm-hmm. profile. And so DISC is um, uh, driver, influencer, uh, stable, and uh, critical, or like clear, concise, critical, like an analytical type person. So mm-hmm. we're not going to go into the DISC profile, but DISC profile is 
one. Uh, Strength Finders is another one. Uh, Learning your love languages and reading Mm -hmm. up on different love languages and how you would like to receive and give love. Of course, body language. I mean, body language is huge. Mm -hmm. 93% of all communication is nonverbal. So only 7% are actually the words that we use. So body language and then tonality are, it's 93% of it, the nonverbal communication. So, I mean, this will absolutely benefit you by understanding those different communication styles to understanding the person more fully. So that's super important. Study one, study all, Mm -hmm. you know, and, but you know, this is definitely one of those where you need to put a little work in, you know, it's not just like the beingness of it. It's like, you know, you got to dig in a little bit and yeah. learn, learn a little something. And, you know, uh, you'll learn a little bit about yourself and how you, how you um, communicate as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Going back to what you were saying about communicating with yourself. Mm-hmm. And so what I love about all of these is that as you and I have educated ourselves and becoming much more effective communicators with our clients and our, and each other, and then subsequently our kids is that we'll pull little nuggets from each one of these different styles and then like cross-reference it and weave it into the conversation mm-hmm. or, or, you know, again, here's these little, these little nuggets that aren't so little. And then it just creates this map of uh, conversation. So it's uh yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely recommended. Yeah. And you know, if you have, you know, you have a couple different tools for identifying communication style in your belt, um, because not, oh, not everybody's going to be, you know, it's not, you're not going to look at somebody and say, oh, their love language is, um, acts of service, acts of service, or physical touch or right. whatever. Right. right. Uh, and nor may, you know, one of those be appropriate in that moment mm-hmm. yet you can still identify or have a, um, you know, seeking to understand, have a higher understanding of that person and, you know, how they like to be communicated to, mm-hmm. um, well, that's actually step number two is in establishing trust with that person oh, is right. utilizing seeking mm-hmm. first to understand, which is habit number five in um, seven habits of highly effective people. And right before that is empathic listening where you're yes. listening like completely 100% present with this person as they're moving into this conversation and you're listening like with your whole being and you're not saying anything. You're, you're, present and you're with them in this in this conversation seven habits calls that is that autobiographical or non non autobiographical listening non autobiographical because when it's autobiographical you're saying you know through my lens this is how i see it or this is my experience of it so yes but empathic listening and then which leads into um that's the first part of seeking first to understand and then being understood is is you know, when you're, when you're mirroring and, and matching and utilizing, and again, back to that essence of the conversation and being able to deliver back that message to that person. And then it it allows that person to go, wow, this person really gets Mm -hmm. me, which is again, uh, the second, uh, strategy is establishing our trust. So nice. And then, uh, number three is have an authentic conversation or meeting with, um, a client where, in a place where y'all can be fully expressed in delivering your message, mm-hmm. you know, be clear, um, you know, where it's delivered clearly and constructively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so in client conversations, this is going to look like, I mean, it could be in the buyer consult or it could be, or the listing presentation when you're, when you're getting down and 
you know, down to brass tacks and, and like saying, okay, this is, this is how you win with me. I mean, th- this is how you mm-hmm. lose with me. This is a deal breaker for me. This is the best way that I like to be communicated with. And so I'll, I'll craft these in question format and like, we'll literally have a nuts and bolts conversation in the best ways to effectively communicate with each other. You know, I'm sure a lot of you do. How, how do you choose to be communicated with or what's your best form of communication? Do you prefer email, text, phone call, um, like that kind of stuff? But I'll take it a step further and actually say, how do I win with you? How mm-hmm. do I lose with you? And then I'll share with them, this is how you win with me and this is how you lose with me. And then the next, um, the next part of that is I basically set it up like, okay, who's, who's the admin? If it's a couple, right? who's the admin in this situation? Like who's going to be in charge of making sure that the signatures are there? Who's going to be in charge of delivering the paperwork? Who's going to fill out the forms for the attorney, all that kind of stuff. And then who's the point person for communication otherwise? Yeah. Sometimes it's the same per- person. Yeah. And sometimes it's not, no. you know, cause you know, one could be a high I and the other one's a C mm-hmm. re- relating back to the, the disc profiles. Yep. yep. Absolutely. You know, there may be one person that's in charge of the money and one person that's in charge of the paperwork. Right. You know, I mean, you just never know the dynamic. Yeah. But it's important to have that conversation, like asking that clarifying question so that no assumptions are made Mm -hmm. because that's happened before, too. (laughs) Yeah. And and here's the thing is that when you ask those those qualifying and clarifying questions, they know that you're you're all about your business Mm -hmm. and making sure that you're taking care of their business, Mm -hmm. you know, and and if it's just kind of like if you're not taking those extra steps to make sure that you are taking care of business, they, they don't know if they can depend on you or not. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's part of you setting up that, you know, that, that trustworthiness Mm -hmm. when you enter into that business relationship with your clients. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause they're relying on your experience, you know? And so that is, that's the leadership part of it. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's critical. It's really critical. So, uh, and then for family, you know, when we talk about those clarifying, authentic conversations with family, um, we had a conversation where we said, okay, well, in my family, when I was growing up, we did it this way. Mm-hmm. And when I was growing up, we did it this way. And so I very distinctly remember having, like when we first moved in together, having that conversation around the thermostat. <laughs> like, I totally forgot about that. Like, what did it mean? Mm-hmm. You know, when we say, hey, can you turn the temperature up? Mm-hmm. Like, is it literally... That's funny. Is it literally like toggling the 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 arrow up button right. on the thermostat? Right. Or is that mean like turn it up as in like turn it down? <laughs> right. Like make it cooler or make it warmer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, so I, I definitely remember that. That was our New York City apartment. Yes. And... Yes. Um, but it's so funny. Like I can, I, can I think that's when we, I, and I, I think that's when we start getting in the habit of saying, you know, what was it set to and where would you like the temperature? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think it was always, you know, it's not that formal anymore or it doesn't feel formal to me, but I remember thinking that felt kind of formal at the time, mm-hmm. you know, and yet, you know, years later, it's just, it's, it's a normal part of our communication style, you know, cause it's clear and concise and, mm-hmm. and it's direct. Yeah. And it definitely avoided an argument. Well, and it also being that concise, you know, it is is clarity. You know, like <laughs> like this podcast, all about clarity. Mm-hmm. It is is you having an ex- uh, 
how do I want to put this? This is, it's you being in a space to clarify exactly what your need is in that moment. Mm-hmm. You know, I need 72 degrees. Yeah. They are. Yeah. The authentic expression mm-hmm. of, you know, and again, we're, I mean, this is all about, this is where we are in our, in our strategy about that is, is the, the clear communication of that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So there was that. And then, um, you know, another clarifying question is what do you want to experience mm-hmm. in our family or what do you want to experience in our relationship? Mm-hmm. I think that's a, that's a great one. And one that we use, we also say, what are you willing to do or what are you will or what are you open to? Right. Because you can certainly not be open to it. And mm-hmm. then it's an opportunity for you to share that. Mm-hmm. Um, what's a hard no or what's a deal breaker? You know, I think that that's, those are uh, conversations as well. Because again, you know, if there's something that's a hard no or a deal breaker, when you bump up against that, it's going to create anxiety. And if you don't necessarily share what's a hard no or what a deal breaker is, it's, there's the anxiety, there's the argument, there's the breakdown. And and if you don't, yeah. And if you don't have those conversations, then, you know, it can lead to, um, you know, a bunch of judgment about things or resentment or whatever. So, Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. yeah. And then, you know, how often are you having the conversations, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, and for, you know, example, I think this is a great example, like come hell or high water, you and I have that Monday business conversation. You know, we, we talk about the state of the union and all aspects of our business. Yep. And so I appreciate that, you know, and, uh, you know, you've, you've been leading it for a long time and sometimes I lead it and. Uh, but we have that, but we have that conversation mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, and other examples of that in our, in our lives are like, you know, we, when we were having like those, those weekly conversations with the boys, mm-hmm. you know, that, uh, you know, where we could talk about, you know, hold that space and talk about anything. And, uh, they got to, you know, to depend on the fact that we would have time to have clear communication with them and a space to be open and transparent and, um. Yeah, it's just, it's important Mm -hmm. anyway, so. Yeah. Awesome. And then, you know, there's one other thing too that uh, wasn't necessarily in our notes Mm -hmm. about clear communication, but, you know, it's intention setting. Yep. You know, I mean, I think that's maybe the overarching uh, theme of really what we're talking about or the essence of what we're talking about right now. But, you know, when you head into any conversation, but especially, you know, the ones that you may be perceiving as being a little bigger or harder or difficult or awkward or whatever, set intentions, set the intentions. My intention for this conversation, conversation today is Mm -hmm. dot, 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 Mm -hmm. you know, and, and get on the same, because once you set intentions with the other person, they know exactly what you're up to. Mm -hmm. They know exactly what you're up to. Yeah. And the space is set. Mm -hmm. So, and you know, you, and you don't have to be the intention center too. You can ask for what the intentions are. So again, you can set the space to have that conversation and gear up for it. Mm-hmm. So you can ask, you know, what the intention of the conversation is today. Awesome. Very cool. Thank yeah. you for that ad. Oh, you're welcome. So what in the world do we talk about during these conversations? Like during the, during the, like we've already, we're establishing trust. We've already, you know, we're empathic listening we are, um, we've learned our communication styles. And so now here we are in this authentic conversation. And I, I think I want to address this from the personal side 
first okay. because I feel like the business side, you know, when we go into the business conversation, it's predicated on whatever they're into, whether they're buying or they're selling or, you know, if you're interviewing for agents to join your team or if you're coaching or, or things like that. Like mm -hmm. I feel that those things are, are uh, pretty standardized. Yeah. Uh, so if we're going to, we're going to like, what would some conversation topics be when we go into like a family meeting or, um, I mean, what's not, but you know, we can definitely, <laughs> I think it's all on the table. Uh -huh. I mean, it, with, with, with the two of us or with the boys, I mean, we'll talk about money and budgeting, saving, spending, going through, um, you know, we have quite a few conversations around, uh, how, how money, how to save money, mm -hmm. you know, what are they, what are they wanting to spend their money on or what are we going to spend our money on? I mean, we're pretty transparent with our budget mm -hmm. with them as well. So. Um, money and budgeting and saving and spending would be a category mm -hmm. for sure. Yep. You know, we talk about financial peace with the with the boys quite a bit. Um, we talk about jobs around the house, right? Mm -hmm. You know, who's responsible for what? That's those are some very clear conversations. Mm -hmm. The boys don't always think they're clear conversations, <laughs> you know, because those teenagers they always want to twist it a little bit, but uh, mm -hmm. we don't get it twisted. Mm -mm. No, I think an important one for you and I to have was the discipline conversation mm -hmm. like how are we going to discipline the kids mm -hmm. how does that conversation organically morph over how you know whatever their age is mm -hmm. and then obviously how does the discipline morph with it right i think it's really important and you know there's been times that we have not been on the same page and then there are times that we are on the same page and uh, but ultimately to be able to proactively have that conversation before we get into a situation that escalates or you know it that that's really beautiful mm -hmm. sex you know sharing with them about sex and yep. and the appropriateness the age appropriateness of that sex conversation and again how that's morphed over yeah they're getting older you know and so the sex conversation now obviously with them being 13 and 14 is much different when they were right. <laughs> six and seven right so yeah, awesome. I mean, clear communication around around alone time, you mm -hmm. know, and 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 really like letting us know or letting each other know, you know, what our needs are in that moment and being courageous with it mm -hmm. for sure. Um, Which also is important in in their evolution, like their identity as being independent people and not necessarily dependent on each other or creating that that. Um, that enmeshment, you know, mm -hmm. where like we have to do this as a family and we can't do anything individually. That's, that's definitely something too. Yeah, for sure. Man, so many things we talk about with these guys and with each other. Uh, punctuality. We just had this conversation the other day where we talked about, you know, if you're quote unquote on time, you're actually late, mm -hmm. you know, and to be at least five to 10 minutes early mm -hmm. for, you know, any appointment that you have, mm -hmm. you know, because otherwise you're not setting yourself up for success, yep. you know, mentally. Yeah. Uh, religion, spirituality. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, the the distinction between the two, and how do we broach that? Like, how do we, you know, how are we going to raise them? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, those are just a few examples. I'm sure you could, we could probably go on all day uh, with examples, but you know, there and it's all important. You know, like we brought up a few, but the the the, the clear, concise, open conversations are so important and it doesn't matter if you're talking about you know the but not bouncing the ball on the stairs or you know we're talking about condoms and sex and 
whatever, you mm-hmm. know, it's all, it's because it's in the details and, you know, like, didn't you say in the beginning, you know, how you do one thing is how you do everything? Yeah, we say that a lot. <laughs> or maybe we just say that a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah. do. Cool. So, so that's the deal. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Nance, what do you think the, uh, what do you believe that the action steps are moving forward? Mm. Well, first and definitely is to educate yourself, you know, back to that, that understanding of the different communication styles and how each person is different mm-hmm. for sure. Just, you know, that consummate student, um, uh, creating time and, and scheduling that meeting with yourself or your partner or the family, you know, of course, scheduling those client meetings. Yep. Sometimes during the transaction, you know, you kind of have to have a meeting of the minds, you know, there, there may be this, this, the off-putting conversation, but we got to get everybody back to the table. And, and you know, those clarity conversations are, are really important and making sure that everybody's still on the same page. So for sure, creating time and space. So a time block. Mm-hmm. And if it's and if it's a, a scheduled meeting, like how we have for our business meeting every week, then it is, it's a consistent time block and it's a recurring meeting, you know? So, Beautiful. Mm-hmm. I know we talked about empathic listening. Yes, definitely. Uh, and the, uh, really... You know, that's, uh, we put an asterisk by that, you know, to put an asterisk by that one. And if there isn't any other skill that empathic listening will get you over the finish line every single time. Hmm. I love that. Uh, expressing yourself through using your voice and your body language for sure. Mm-hmm. And governing yourself accordingly too. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, yep. staying in the center of yourself. Yep. Uh, valuing, valuing the differences. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we know from seven habits that that's the essence of synergy. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so synergy is super important, mm-hmm. especially if you're, if you're looking to get all of those, the, the expansion and the evolution of the family dynamic and the, and the, and everybody on the same page, you know? Yeah. And then lastly is the, uh, you know, knowing that conflicts, no matter what the, con- you know, conflicts are going to arise. So be respectful, be emotionally mature, Yep. you know, take time out as necessary yep. to get recentered. Yep. And um, you know, the conflicts will definitely they're always gonna they're always gonna come up. I mean, we're human, right? <laughs> you know, but you know, how do you minimize that or how quickly do you get back to center? Mm-hmm. And um sometimes it's by hitting the pause button. Yeah. You know, exactly. can we stick a pin in this and revisit it in twenty four hours or can we revisit it in six hours or can we revisit it in two days? Well yeah, that and then the other thing is that you know, by having an understanding of, commu- you know, the other person's communication style, uh, you can, you can minimize it or, you know, if you feel like you've gotten away from it, then you can, you know, again, get back to it. Mm-hmm. So, but you can definitely minimize those conflicts by just having a better understanding where the other person's coming from. So mm-hmm. for sure. Awesome. Cool. Very cool. Well, that's what I got, babe. That well, was, uh, it was a great conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Very concise. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Well, that yeah. So that's it for today's episode. Awesome. Yeah. Sex, money, and real estate. So we appreciate, as always, uh, you tuning in and leaving us those five-star reviews. And if you haven't, please do so. They really mean a lot to us. And your comments and, and feedback is always uh, appreciated as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and then you can reach out to us. Uh, there's a couple different ways. Uh, we like, you know, the DM on Instagram at sex, money, and real estate. And you can always uh, email us at sex, money, real estate at gmail.com. Yes. Fantastic. Awesome. Thanks so, so much. Yeah. Peace goes out. Love goes out. We'll see you on the flip side. Enjoy your day today. Bye. Bye.
Wow, what a show. Thank you so much for listening. If you're inspired, we ask that you share the podcast with one person and subscribe and follow our show. I'm Nancy Jamison. And I'm Bill Jamison. And remember, it's a great life. Woo! (laughs) Quick note about the Sex, Money, and Real Estate podcast. We are not doctors or licensed therapists. We are a joyous, abundant, and mature couple passionately sharing our story of growth around sex, money, and real estate. Our thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are our own, so please consult your doctor, healthcare provider, or your broker regarding any questions or issues you have related to your physical or mental health or specific state laws regarding your real estate business.